Hello and welcome to the Inspiring Life School podcast. This is your host, Francis Fidikovic, and on this podcast, I'll be sharing with you the most valuable strategies to live your one wildly beautiful and most precious life because this is it, my friend. In case you haven't guessed when it comes to life, there's no rewind or pause button that exists. They say that the way that you spend your days is the way that you spend your life. So my one and only goal here is to help you stop wasting your time, stop holding yourself back in life, stop experiencing non-stop negative mind chatter, stop just dreaming without doing and start living life fearlessly instead with more purpose, focus and intention. I sincerely want you to live life in a way that when you come to the end of it, you know deep down in your heart that you 100% gave it your all, flaws and all. This podcast is not about doing life perfectly. Instead, it is about experiencing and living life with more clarity and courage and truly appreciating this precious adventure that we are so blessed to be on. So if you're with me here today, it's time to stop spinning in circles, get off the hamster wheel for good, put your hands back on the steering wheel of your life and finally start living life in a way that you won't later regret. With that being said, let's dive on in. Hello, my friends, and welcome to the Inspiring Life School podcast. If you are a parent with me today, you are in for a special treat. So I wrote an incredible book a few years ago called When Bad Parents Equal Great Kids. It was all about the perfect guide for imperfect parents, and it questioned the following hypothesis. If bad parenting supposedly, in inverted commas, equals bad kids, and good parenting supposedly equals great kids, how come it sometimes goes the other way? What if everything that you think is so terrible about parenting, about being a parent and the way that you're doing things isn't really so terrible? And what if you could technically be a great parent, even when society deems some of your parenting behaviors to be less than desirable? So that book was for any parent who's ever wondered if they're less than perfect parenting skills. And I think we can all pull up our hand and say that we feel like we're sometimes less than perfect. This book was for anyone who'd ever wondered, you know, am I causing permanent damage to your kids? And it was also for any parent who needs to absolutely know the truth that sometimes good enough parenting is actually more than enough. So my little special treat for you today is I'm going to be sharing with you three chapters from this book over the next three episodes. If this content at all resonates with you, I encourage you to go and check out my course, Be a Better Parent in 30 Days, which is really the simplest, easiest way to totally transform the relationship that you have with your kids in just a month. Yep, just a month. I've had hundreds of people go through the course. They've all raved about it. And I know that it is definitely possible for you to also transform the relationship that you have with your own kids, no matter what their age and no matter how you've been showing up until now. Okay, because that is all about to change. So until then, why don't we dive into this chapter, this special episode from one of the favorite books that I've ever written, When Bad Parents Equal Great Kids. So in this chapter, I question the assumption that good parents are those who always keep their emotions under control and they never lose their crap, whereas bad parents are those who sometimes let their emotions overwhelm them. So let's start with this good parents. Now there's a lot of inverted commas whenever you hear me say good and bad, but what can I say about these so-called good parents other than on the outside, they may seem totally perfect, okay? They're the ones that are like Carol Brady. They never lose their cool. They never dream of letting a bad word slip from their lips. They're cool, calm, and collected in a way that most parents will never be. If they're angry, they hold their fury in. If they're sad, they blink back their tears. If they're pleased, they contain their consignment. If they're enraged, you can't even tell, okay? They keep their emotions so under control, and they really do simply never lose their shit. And it really is actually hard to point a finger at this type of behavior because by default, it's just so stoic and admirable. But yet at the same time, this lack of emotion or rather, you know, really controlled emotion often gets confused as being heartless because they're so rational. They're so calm. They're so logical. Yes. 
but this is at the expense of, you know, sometimes coming across as a detached ice queen. Their children too will often seem really control and they're probably admired from near and afar, but they're as perfect as some highly photoshopped cardboard cutout. Bad parents on the other hand, okay, these so-called bad parents are the complete opposite to these good ones in this respect. They're usually rich with life and emotion and they wear their heart on their sleeve. If they've had a bad night's sleep, they don't even try to pretend that they've woken up feeling refreshed, okay? They're tired, they're exhausted. If their kid is annoying them, they don't look the other way and pretend that he or she isn't eating with their mouth open or picking their nose. They call them out on their bad behavior. They admit when they're stressed, they admit when they're overwhelmed, they just say what they are thinking. And when they feel something, they acknowledge it, which might seem like a recipe for disaster when it comes to parenting, except for this interesting twist. Because these, you know, so-called bad parents are so in tune with their emotions and they're not embarrassed by it, they acknowledge and accept these feelings to their kids. Okay, they say, this is how I'm feeling right now, rather than resisting them. They don't ever tell their kids, well, you shouldn't be feeling this way. You shouldn't be angry. You shouldn't be sad. They don't ever say, you know, what are you getting so worked up about? You know, something so silly. Instead, they say, yeah, dude, I get it. It sucks. Okay. I've been there before. They say, I understand why you're feeling this way. You're a human. You feel emotions. Trust me, it will get better. They acknowledge a truth that humans are emotional beings with a predisposition to experience both positive and negative emotions and highs and low in life. Okay. It's 50 50. Whereas you will often find these so-called good parents trying to hide their emotions, hide when they're feeling angry, hide their sadness, or trying to really control those feelings, or even pretend that they don't exist, which is sort of crazy because we're a human. Okay, you're going to be feeling emotions, all of them, positive and negative. So this is why being a good parent, a so-called good parent, this example, sometimes backfires on you. Now, this may seem like a really weird quote to reference right now, but trust me, there is a point to it. So it goes like this. If you bring forth what is within you, what you bring forth will save you. And if you don't bring forth what is within you, what you don't bring forth will destroy you. So in everyday speak, I like to think of it as this, okay? That which you keep locked inside you will destroy you and that which you set free will save you. So here's the thing, like good parents, remember so-called good parents like to make sure that their kids always put their best foot forward. This is sort of cool. I mean, who doesn't want to have a kid who regulates all their emotions really well and never lets anything get to them? Okay, most of us would love that. But just imagine being a kid or teen or even a young adult again. Imagine that you were the only kid not to get invited to a birthday party, but you weren't allowed to speak your feelings of being left out or feeling rejected. Imagine that you weren't allowed to cry when you got hurt or dumped or failed a test as a teenager. Imagine you weren't allowed to scream or vent when someone betrayed you in a really callous way, like you wanted to let it out and you had to keep it locked inside you. Imagine that you had to pretend that things didn't matter when they really did. Deep down in the recesses of your soul, you are feeling emotions because you are a human who feels emotions emotions. And it does matter. Like our feelings are valid. They matter a lot. And imagine if you felt like you had to keep all your feelings and emotions locked inside you with nowhere else to go. So let me repeat my version of this quote again. That which you keep locked inside you will destroy you, whereas that which you set free will save you. So sure, you know, so-called bad parents often let their emotions overwhelm them, but at least they acknowledge their feelings. They accept that they exist and they do their best to deal with them in a constructive way. And as a result of this, like living in a home where you can express your emotions, their kids quickly learn that, yeah, it's totally normal to feel things. It's healthy to feel things. It's totally normal. And it isn't something that they need to hide or bury away from the world. You're allowed to sometimes be sad. You're allowed to be angry. You're allowed to feel frustrated. You're allowed to feel annoyed. And they live in a home where this is totally acceptable and totally okay. 
So before I end this episode, I just want to give you some more food for thought. Parents are the ultimate role models for children. Every word, every movement, every action has an impact and effect. And no other person or outside force has a greater influence on a child than the parent. That is a quote by Bob Keeshan, and it is so true. Okay, we are the role models for our children. And now that I reflect on that chapter that I wrote many years ago, I love that I was already like tapping into the importance of understanding that you're a human and expressing that to our children. Okay. Part of the human experience, I tell my kids all the time, okay, we're going to struggle in life. We're going to have face obstacles in life. We're going to fail multiple times and that you need to fail on the road to success. So don't be scared of failing. Don't be scared of finding things to be hard. Okay, there's always a way. There is always a solution to every single problem. And the first step is always getting your mindset right. Okay, because your thoughts are going to impact your feelings, which impact your actions and then your results in life. My friend, I cannot say that enough. And if you're a parent, go and check out Be a Better Parent in 30 Days. You can find it under the shop tab on my website, inspiringmumlife.com. As always, I love you all so much. Take care and don't forget, like two more episodes, I'm going to be sharing with you two more chapters from this book that I absolutely love. I can't wait to catch you on those episodes. And until then, have the most fabulous day. Thank you so much for listening to the Inspiring Life School podcast. I really appreciate you allowing me to be a part of your life. If you'd love to stay in touch, please know that you can always find me on Instagram at Francis Fidakovic, or you can visit my website, inspiringmumlife.com, where you can sign up and receive so many amazing freebies that I've created just for you to help you implement all my teachings into practice. There you'll also find all my online courses, resources, and programs that I've created to help you uplift your life in seriously the simplest way possible so that you can ultimately create for yourself a life that feels simpler, lighter, and allows you to show up in a way that you love as your best and most authentic version of yourself. Now, remember, this podcast is all about not just dreaming, but also doing because to create true sustainable change in your life, you need to be willing to do things differently. And that's what I'm here to support you to do every single step along the way so that you too can begin to live your one wild and precious life with less stress, less overwhelm, less drama, and instead with zero regrets. Finally, if this podcast resonates with you at all and you appreciate the content, I would absolutely love for you to show your support by leaving me a review on Apple Podcasts. I'm on a mission to help more people wake up to the preciousness of life and to help them live their days with more intention and purpose, and your review will help make this goal of mine possible. Once again, thank you so much. I have loved spending this time with you, and I look forward to connecting with you again. I am Frances Vitakovic, and you have been listening to the Inspiring Life School podcast.